WWTI students would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy as bitches. If you have a stick up your ass, listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us, enjoy the show. Welcome to the We Won the Internet podcast, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-assedly bring you weird news, scary stories, and anything we find interesting on the web. So please welcome your hosts, Logan Marks and Sam Baxter. Hello, I hope everyone's doing well on our New Year's Eve party. It's uh, December 31st, 2020, and you're deep in the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How you doing, Sam? Man, I'm waiting for this year to be over. Fuck. Me too. Me too. New year, you know. Do you have any uh, resolutions or anything? Watch more TV, watch less. Um, maybe, probably. Maybe uh, tell the government you're alive or something. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that we don't have to wear masks by the end of the next year. That we'll be done with that shit. That would be great. That'd be great. If it happens, do you think all that vaccine, everything's gonna work out, or do you think it's just gonna go away? I don't, I have a suspicion that like. Like there was just a way to get rid of Trump, and now, <laughs> and now that he's gone, it's just been like, oh, what virus? What what are you talking about? <laughs> there was a virus. He was, he was right the whole time. As soon as it got warm, it just goes away, right? It'll just vanish, just disappear into the right night. after the elections. <laughs> hey man, we got to stay in our bunker, man. We got to stay away from everybody. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I know it's it's been a crazy year, but um. Have you been watching anything? Uh, did you watch anything this week since we had that week off you know, last week? Th- and you know, I started watching uh, Godfather of Harlem with Forrest Whitaker. Have you ever heard of that one? No. So it's basically the the life of uh, a Bumpy Johnson. You know, he was basically remember the movie American Gangster with Denzel yeah, Washington. It was Den- yeah, Denzel Washington. Yeah. So it's it's technically like a prequel to it because Denzel Washington plays Fr- uh, Frank Lucas in that show, and Frank Lucas is Bumpy Johnson's buddy. So this is basically Bumpy Johnson when he gets out of prison, and you know things have changed. Like guys in the in the past who were like maybe drivers for like you know um, made men are like now the made man, and you know mm-hmm. de- dealing you know the blacks dealing with the Italians and whoever else is trying to encringe on their neighborhoods, and Malcolm X is just getting to prominence and. You know, Bumby Johnson knew Malcolm when he was just, you know, Malcolm Little. You know, they knew each other Wait, back his, in the day. His name was Malcolm Little? Yeah, Mal- yeah Malcolm X's real name was Malcolm Little. So, <laughs> No wonder you changed that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't. No one's going to take X. you seriously if your name's yeah, Mr. No, Little. No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, so so it has to do with that. And it's a pretty good show. You know, it's kind of, you know, like a mobster type, you know, gangster movie in the early 60s. And. You know, it's cool, and it's, you know, it's always mm-hmm. weird how you think about stuff. Like, back then, even, like, maybe to, like, 15, 20 years ago, you know, there was no, you know, recordings, really, right? So, yeah, there was no video cameras, no cell phones. So, like, anything that people did, like, if, unless unless somebody witnessed it, it didn't happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right? And then, then if somebody did witness it, they better, you know, you better not say anything or you're dead. Right? Basically, you're done. But yep. it's just interesting, you know? Like, calls are made from pay phones. You know, think you know you had to be real covert and things like that. And you know, remember you had to like, you know, switch cars and in parking garages. You know, in case you were getting followed. You know, <laughs> you know all these ways to get around. You know how mm-hmm. the you know the police were trying to nail you down. And it's really interesting. It's a good show. It's very well done. And I I, I like Forrest Whitaker. I've always been a fan of him. And so 
I like good Forrest Whitaker. He always he always seems like he's crying though. That's only oh does he? About him. he? He just looks like he's crying all the time. Well, it's, it's probably that eye he has, man. He's got that. Yeah, that, that weird eye. Yeah. I mean, I always liked not, him as an actor, but sometimes I'm just like some roles. I'm just like he doesn't seem like that tough a guy because he always seems like he's really like he's just about to cry. So you, if you saw, did you watch the movie of him with the Last King of Scotland? That's the one he won an Emmy for. Uh huh. No, and he basically he basically played the dictator, and I think it was Ghana or somewhere. But man, that guy's um, he was like like you know Forrest Whitaker. He played he played him really good and he was like a, a fucking ruthless motherfucker, you know. He was you know, he was arrogant and he was ruthless and he would just kill whoever needed to be killed just to, you know, make sure his his agenda was was made or met and it was just oh man, even if you were a friend, if you like kind of crossed him just one time like fuck, you know, you messed up, man, you know. You know, a lot of times we give people chances on things and he was like Again, it, it was it was a really good movie. He won an uh, Oscar for that. He was crazy fuck, and so he's I've seen him in certain movies where he's been like that. You know, he I I feel like lately he's playing more of a hard ass. You know, I just, yeah, see, I I just don't see him as a hard. I remember he was in that like ninja, <clears throat> like a dog ninja or something. I can't remember the. Oh yeah, uh, like Ghost Dog or something or yeah, Ghost Dog Ninja or something like that. And yeah, I was like, he don't look like a ninja. I know, I know. That was like a Wu Tang Clan type. You know. Where he did that, <laughs> you know, where he was just kind of like, eh, you know, it, it was it was okay to watch. I mean, I didn't like take it, you know, anything like special, but uh, I always remember him like in Species. Remember when we went and saw that in the theater, and he was like yeah, supposed to be yeah, some yeah. guy that could like, you know, telepath, and I, just, I remember yeah, 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 yeah. fucking stupid, you know, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I see that's what, I think that's the one movie that I remember him from. You, you yeah. know what I always remember him from is from Battlefield Earth. Remember he never that stupid oh, movie. <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> he was John Travolta's <laughs> right hand man and they were always you remember that? They oh, yeah. cut the uh, You know what? Everybody gave that movie such shit, but I always I always enjoyed it. It, like, it, looked, it wasn't a great movie. Yeah. It was actually a really bad movie, but I, I loved it. Like I you know, I, you that's know, when I still watch like watching. I you know, I'm gonna give him props. Alwan Hubbard was a science fiction writer and that was good science fiction. That's that's what I yeah. gotta say. That's I, I, I feel like it was good science fiction. I'm not going to say he's a good, you know, creator of religions. I'm not going to go that far. But science sci-fi wise, I thought that was a good. I thought it was fine. Like, if yeah. I just took it as that, like if I didn't know anything about you know the writer or any backstory, be like John Travolta being you know some big time, you know, in the religion, mm-hmm. I would have been like, hey, this is a good, this is a good sci-fi movie, but. You know, it got a lot of you know a lot of flack for you know because of all the <laughs> yeah because all the religious stuff yeah I, know, I, like, I, right. I still I liked it I know it was really bad like when I said when I rewatched it I was just mm-hmm. like holy shit this is awful oh is <laughs> it really but yeah but I still I still enjoyed watching it <laughs> I only saw I only saw it the one time we went to the theater that's the only time I've seen it yeah I I remember watching it in the theater and I remember I remember um watching it maybe a couple of years ago and okay like I was like oh man so it's pretty bad now. Time. Yeah, it's it's really like if you, like the plot lines, the plot's kind of dumb. It's, it's it's just I guess it's I remember really those guys hard. learning how to fly jets. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, I was like these guys are like cave people basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, they have like caveman mentality type. Yeah, but they they learn to fly jets in like two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. That's why I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I I remember thinking that when we watched it, but you know, I didn't let it overshadow me, and maybe I wasn't as much yeah. of an asshole then. I don't know, but I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll take it. You know, it's sci-fi. I'll let it slide. I'll let yeah, it slide. yeah. <laughs> At strike one, you know. <laughs> but that was it. I was like, nah, but. No, no, but I, I feel like for I mean, again, I'm not saying he's the greatest actor, but he does a good job being this hard ass. If you ever get a chance to watch it, Godfather of Harlem, he's 
He's a, he's a tough fuck, and yeah, you look. He's not somebody to fuck with. It, it's it's a good show. How about you? Do you watch anything with our time off? Well, yeah. Let's see. I figured it's uh, close to the new year, so they Netflix had this show called uh, Death to Twenty Twenty. Okay, and sounds fitting. It was it was it's basically a mockumentary, and mm-hmm. it was very delightful. I really liked it. <laughs> it was uh, it was funny. It, they basically went through all of the year and all the shit that happened but they talked about it like you know it's like it's like all the crazy shit and samuel jackson was in there just like you know you know this was going on then this was going on. what the hell you know like and just freaking out and oh they had different people yeah they had just different people like a lot of good actors were in there um they had a they had a hugh grant was in it and who else is in there uh that uh that Lisa Kudrow from uh, Friends. Oh, from Friends. Yeah, she played. You know, like you know, um, Trump's little uh, little little chicks that come out and talk talk and stuff, and they basically bullshit and lie the whole time. She played oh, like that, one of those kind of characters. Oh, she does. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty funny. Uh, they and they and they ripped on everybody. They didn't just rip. It wasn't just like a big rip on Trump. It was. It was they they ripped on Biden a, a couple times too, and mm-hmm. they. They made they pretty much made fun of anything that happened that year. <laughs> That's good. But it was like, Keep yeah, it, it was, it, it, yeah, they kind of bounced. It was kind of bounced out. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I I just really liked it. Um, it was entertaining. It wasn't really like, super long though. I kind of like, wanted like, it to be was, longer. It was like two hours or something, an hour and a half. Was it? It was like like an hour and ten minutes. Oh, that's not very long at all. Yeah, but. That's like yeah, one, that's like of, watching an episode of Sopranos. Remember Sopranos? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. So it, yeah, so it wasn't. It was almost like a, just a TV show, one episode, but it, it was a mm-hmm. good. Like it was a good show. It was well done, huh? Yeah, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne was uh, narrating it, and oh, nice. I like yeah, him. And they just got a bunch of different characters, and, and just like pretended like some were like uh, like fake millionaires, and some were scientists and stuff, and they were just talking. <laughs> And they're talking about all this bullshit, and it, it was just, it was hilarious. Like if if anybody gets a chance, it's on Netflix, and just just give it a watch because it's it was, it's worth like the hour and ten minutes. <clears throat> What's it called again? Uh, Death to twenty twenty. Death to twenty twenty. Yeah, Hugh Grant, Sam Jackson. Yeah, it might be. I know. Pro- good. Yeah, I know a lot of people probably won't like it because you know if you make fun of anybody, they get all fucking butt hurt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't you make fun of my candidate or you know whatever yeah. I believe. Why, hey, don't make, make fun, fun of everybody of so that you know make it you know across the board so that nobody can complain. Nobody's left <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, they they pretty much ripped on everybody, which which I liked. That's good. But I there was a lot of shit I forgot, like the fires in Australia when it first started, like the year first started. I forgot Australia was like on fire for a while. Well, do you remember around here? Remember all that smoke in the summer? Yeah, yeah, and then we <sighs> had it during the summer and all, all those fires and. Yeah. And the murder hornets and the <laughs> Whatever happened with that? Is that still a thing? I think they found like the nest and they killed it, but they were like saying like because they can't survive the winters here, they're really not that much they're really not that dangerous. Okay. So just like any uh, other bee, if they if they overpower you, I mean, you're gonna probably die. If, right? if if yeah, if they were I mean they're pretty vicious as far as like if they were to attack you, but it's like the because the area is so cold compared to what they're used to, they're probably not going to survive. I think they found like the nest. Oh, gotcha. and they got killed off. So like nothing really happened. Well, anything else that, that, was, that comes to your mind that was pretty big at the beginning of the year? 
Uh, let's see. Unfortunately, all I can remember about this year is just politics, and that's bullshit. I hate that. <laughs> that's all. I yeah, can there remember. was a lot of that, and a lot of like you know they had like the the beatings or the you know the police all the cops. Yeah, and that was a big deal, and they talked about that. It's it's just a lot of shit that went on. God, I can I can almost remember last January. You know, we could still go out to restaurants, and <laughs> I know that was nice in February. You know, you could still go eat. Hey, let's go out to dinner. All right, you know where are we gonna go? It's like now, what are we? What are we gonna pick up? You know, <laughs> what are we gonna take to go? I know. <clears throat> I I really miss going to restaurants. I mean, we were able to go for a little bit, but they shut them all down again. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. you gonna do? What you gonna do? I know. Yeah, all we right. got the internet to complain to, right? Got a lot of people <laughs> fucking keyboard warriors. <laughs> Lots of complaints, right? You go to Twitter, you go to Parlor. You ever go to Parlor? No, isn't that like the new uh, conservative? Yeah, it's like a Facebook? conservative Twitter. Is it good, like a Twitter? Yeah, it's like a yeah. It's basically you know posting and you just put all your rants and you know because I'm just I'm just going from what I hear is that you know a lot of people posting about the election and that they're it's rigged and this and that you know a lot of things like that are getting flagged on Instagram and Twitter so a lot of people who are posting that mm. stuff are getting mad so that's why they're jumping a parlor and they're posting all that QAnon stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, like, a lot of things like that. Like if I want to lie about stuff, I want no want nobody to call me out on it. Yeah, exactly. I know. I want exactly. Well, you know, because everyone's you know it's free speech, right? This should be free speech. But then the guidelines are, hey, well, you can't spread misinformation. So yeah. then I, I think a lot of people are getting that skewed between free speech and they're like, no, we don't want to give out fake stuff. You know that we don't want to say things like that. So you don't want to get fired a fine in the middle line. of a, the middle of a theater. Basically, What's, yeah, yeah. I mean. It's a fine line. I get that. But, again, if you want to go to parlor, that's fine. You know, if I want to go to parlor, that's fine. I mean, at least you have an outlet to go to, right? Yeah. I, it's crazy. Like, I, I have gone to some, like, websites where it's pretty, like, conservative. Uh-huh. And I don't know if they they're, they see in reality or not, but a lot of them are just, just insane. It's like they actually think that Trump won the election. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, like, they think, they think that he's going to. You know, he's going to – has another four years coming. Didn't you tell me and Alex Jones has that feeling or something? A lot of them do. That's what I think is so weird. It's like that's not that's not reality, but, the, you know, they yeah. they act like it is. And they keep talking about all these, like, uh, these uh, discrepancies and stuff, and you go and you actually look into them. And a lot of them are, you know, like Republicans that were cheating and <laughs> – Oh really? Yeah, you look into it. Yeah, it's 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 just crazy. It's like I don't understand why, why they're doing like the finger, just, yeah, the finger they pointing. Just, yeah, they're just taking whatever information you know that that they want to know or what they want to believe, and they just like run with it. Mm. And like you guys don't even look this shit up. You can look it up. It's on the it's on the internet. There's like actual sources where you can grab that information and find out what's really going on. But they don't. They just. I, you know, I think I think they don't want to get well, outside. I think their on bubble. both sides. I think on both sides. What they want to find, they'll find sources that'll you know back up what they're reading. Yeah, I I see both sides doing it, but right now because they're like because the they're are, because they lost. I think they're really they're just like grasping grasping for straws right now at this point. Gotcha, gotcha. I I stay away from all that stuff, man. I just I don't go to either type of website. You know, like I'll just kind of go to you know. Um, like if I want to watch some news, I'll go to C-SPAN because <laughs> there's no. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's I don't just, do shit about. Just broadcasting. I, yeah. 
I don't like either one of them. I I don't give a shit if Republican or Democrat. If you do stupid shit, you do stupid shit. Yeah. But right now, I mean, the conservatives are kind of actually doing a lot of stupid shit. And, I mean, mean, like, last couple years, I mean, liberals are just acting like idiots. But, like, right now, it's like they just switched places. (laughs) Oh, I gotcha. So whoever's not in power is the ones that are acting or, or being babies and stuff is what you're saying. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because I remember four years ago, everybody was all yeah, these were liberals were just Trump. acting like a bunch. Of, yeah, they were acting like a bunch of fucking babies. And I remember saying yeah. back then, even back then, I was like, you know what? Wait your fucking turn. He's got yeah. four years. Yep. Let him do what he's got to let, let him do what they want to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let's if see if it works. Like, yeah. Let's see if it works. Maybe. Maybe he. Maybe he's got some good ideas. Maybe he'll do something different. Yep. Let's give it a chance. And yeah, give him a chance. And he didn't. You know, a lot of people think he didn't do that well, so they voted him out this year. So fucking you know back off and let let the new guy do his thing yeah yeah you had your turn yeah Yeah, you had your turn it's kind of like another like dealing with your kids you know hey your turn's over it's his turn now or her turn yeah yeah fucking grow the fuck up put your big boy pants on and just live with the fact that you know that's the way it is yeah unfortunately like a bunch of life's not fair right yeah life's not fair that's just the way it is and people don't want to accept that anymore and i think that's what's wrong with a lot of people now well, I think we should just fucking deal with ghosts and, and goblins and shit like that and witches. That'd be oh, better. Yeah, put a, put a, let's put a witch the... in power. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do well, some incantations. Yeah, no, because then the religious folks won't like her, right? <laughs> yeah. People Who knows? Religious are knows? afraid of that. All right. Well, yeah. we should probably get to shit, shit on the internet. Yeah, let's do that. All right. We'll take a break and uh, we'll see what happens. This week's sponsor is Fuglies, the number one dating site for ugly-ass people. Did you know that 90% of the population is undateable due to ugliness? If you're wondering if you're one of them, you are. With Fuglies, you can meet up with other ugly people just like you. So turn that snaggletooth frown upside down, because Fuglies has you covered. At Fuglies, we encourage you to lie on your profile. Hell, we even help you. Once you join as a member, we send you a free paper bag to put over your head with the likeness of your fake profile picture's face. Now you can both bump uglies in style. Here's some satisfied customers. I've tried other dating sites, but as soon as I met my match in person, it was all over. But thanks to Fuglies, I met a nice girl with some big titties and a great pic of Jennifer Anderson on her bag. Long story short, we're getting married next week. If our bags don't fall off. So don't be lonely anymore, you ugly motherfuckers. So check out Fugly's website at ilovefuglies.com, and we'll get you laid. All right, so thanks for coming back to Shit on the Internet. We got this first story here. You know, we just had Christmas. You know, we're off on Christmas. We got a few stories that are about a week old, but this is a good one here. <laughs> um, a Long Island man has been arrested after a Christmas morning crime spree that gave new meaning to the term doorbuster. Right? We all know about doorbusters. Well, this guy here... It happened shortly before 2 a.m. in Suffolk County, police say, when Justin Shuffle stole a 2010 Bobcat skid loader, which is used to push snow, from a Bayshore shopping center. Okay, that's that's kind of a big thing to steal, but fuck, whatever. Yeah. He then, he, he rode off on it, and he crashed a mini snowplow through the front doors of a nearby Target. So for some reason, so for some reason he fucking just drove it around after he stole it. Once inside of Target... For a joyride? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he crashed it to the store, and then once he got in, he sh- <laughs> he swiped a coat and several gift cards before the police caught him in the electronics <laughs> section of the big box retailer. <laughs> so, 
So they're going to do Christmas be... shopping for next year. So exactly, you know, I figure yeah, I'm here. I might as well get it done. <laughs> I'm going to use the thing I stole to steal more things. You know, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so no one was injured, but the front doors of the store suffered extensive damages, police said in the news release. So he was he pleaded not guilty, right? Because there's no proof it was him, right? Besides <laughs> <laughs> so all the fucking cameras on the wall. No, no, no. It wasn't him. him. <laughs> so uh, pleaded not guilty Friday to third degree burglary and fourth degree larceny. And we don't know if he has a def- uh, defense attorney right now, but yeah, <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> what a swag. <laughs> well, I hope he was wearing his mask because I don't want to get him. I'd be sad if he got corona after all that. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of stupid people, here's a, I got a story about a, a kooky bodybuilder named uh, Kaluchoko from, from Kazakhstan who tied the knot with a sex doll after eight-month courtship. Now has to see, now has to wait and see if uh, her broken rubber vagina can be fixed on time. <laughs> <laughs> so he says uh, she is broken. Yeah. Um, now she is being repaired. He's in another, she's in another city, he says. When she recovers, it will be a gift to both of us. So, <laughs> Tolochako is uh, holding out hope that uh, she can return by Christmas Day or uh, return before Christmas, by January 7th, to his country. So, he's hoping because she's got a broken vagina. He's got, she's got to get it repaired. So yeah. He's waiting for his bride, his uh, plastic bride, to be her pussy to come back. So, he <laughs> and the doll got engaged in December uh, 2019. When the bald, blue-eyed hunk who described himself as a sex maniac popped the question, <laughs> so uh, he said he met Margot in a nightclub. I don't think that's true. Where he rescued her from some unwanted attention, adding that they had planned to take the plunge in March before the coronavirus pandemic hit. <laughs> like it fucking matters. If- Fuck. <laughs> it's a fucking doll. <laughs> he says. He says that the wedding was delayed again after he was attacked oh my during gosh. a tr- <laughs> poor <laughs> during God, a tr- poor, I, poor couple. This dude, he does not want to commit. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, he, uh, he was attacked. <laughs> <laughs> he was attacked during a transgender rally in uh, Kazan, Kazan City. Oh, oh no, this one's like a different name. He was basically he was attacked um, in October when he suffered a clo- uh, concussion and a broken nose after dressing as a woman for the event. <laughs> So he says now that they got married, that um, they're hoping that they can get the vagina back in time, so he can uh, basically uh, commit, have sushi, steak and sushi, or have some fun with friends when he when she gets her pussy back. <laughs> <laughs> Should I feel bad for him or her? I don't get it. I'm not sure. Uh, I feel bad for everybody in that situation. God. I saw the video too. The guy's not a bad looking dude. Like he just he, crazy. He I think he's just not. Maybe someone fucking broke that heart, and he's like, yeah, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, this will, this, this like, fake I'll, doll will never ever fucking it'll never cheat on me. Never break my heart. Yeah, I'll break a vagina, but I'm not gonna. Just, oh man, heart. he must have he must have fucked that thing hard, huh? I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he was doing some freaky ass shit with it, and it's just like, oh shit, like she fell off a fucking side of a building or something. See, I, I've I've never like had any one of those dolls. I don't I don't even know if I really see one in real life. Like, I wonder how durable they are. Like. I don't know. Like, I like, I remember seeing them. I remember hard. seeing them on uh, on um, what's that show? Uh, Howard Stern show. Okay. They like someone had sent him one, and he was like, they pulled it out and stuff. I mean, they're they're supposed to be pretty rugged because like I think they're they have like a skeletal system. Like oh a really? Skeletal system, yeah. 
from what oh, I remember shit, him I saying. Know that. Damn, I'd, so like I like we were just saying, he must have just he must have just really fucked it hard, you know. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just know. gonna raw dog you right now. Yeah, I'm gonna lube you up, girl. God, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know why you'd buy one of those. Like, yeah. Nah, who, who cares? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this guy. All right, so, what do you got? I got another Christmas story. So, uh, Santa found himself a little more tied up than usual this time of year. So, in oh. Northern California, a man impersonating Santa Claus and flying on a powered parachute was rescued Sunday after he became entangled in power lines, authorities said. The incident happened shortly after the man took off near a school in Rio Landa to discover candy canes to children in his community. He flew into a maze of power lines and wound up suspended in there. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> did, did you see that picture? Look, I sent you a picture. Did you see it? Yeah, he was fucking tangled in that Look shit. That. Good. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck he did that. Man, I don't know how he didn't die. Like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> He's sad. Oh, man. He's magic. Look at that. Like, his hands are all close together. Like, like he don't want to touch those lines, man. He's so close. He's so fine. <laughs> So the man who wasn't identified was not injured. But this video from the rescue shows a red, white, and blue aircraft dangling overhead as Santa fastened to the pilot seat. <laughs> so neighbors watched from the ground as the crews worked. So basically, yeah, people say that this guy, I guess, kind of flies around, mm. you know, quite often around there. So, you know, one of the people said he just flies, he, he flies just so people can see and flies around people's houses, she said. This is the first time, though, he was in a Santa suit. So <laughs> I guess that was... <laughs> I guess that was his kryptonite was being dressed up because he done fucked up. Like I'm, I'm surprised. Like I said in this picture, he looks pretty fucked up in there. <laughs> yeah, because those things are those things are actually pretty easy to fly. I've I've flown in one of those powered parachutes. <laughs> Have you before. really? Yeah, they're they're pretty awesome because oh, like you don't need a pilot's license and you can and they're actually not that expensive. I think they're they're about the size of the price of a car, like a cheap car. Oh, okay. So you can get them for like I remember they were in like in a double seven movie at one point and they were like really big at at, at a time maybe like twenty ten years ago or something like that. Mm, okay, but they're they're pretty cool to fly around in because they're really they're really easy to control and I mean you're I don't know how he crashed because he's only going you're only going like maybe twenty thirty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that picture, man. He's all fucked up. I know there. he's like tangled up with it. I don't know how he did that. That's that's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> So yeah, so, yeah. Good thing he's okay. Santa, kids, it's okay. Santa's okay. All right. He'll be, he'll be <laughs> flying around fine. next year with beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this story here where two women were caught on video fighting for a PS5 video game console at Walmart. Well, mm. I mean, what do you expect? You know. Okay. Um, the woman said, "What the fuck are you doing?" As uh, she takes off her purse and jacket, and then another. <laughs> Another man could be here yelling, uh, call the cops, as the crowd gathered around. The two women, the woman who took off her purse, they started to rumble Ooh. with the other woman that was basically yelling because they, they wanted the, P, they both wanted the PS5. Okay. So they start going at it, right? And the woman with the purse decides to, you know, to go at it. But uh, she should have, like, upped her game because she got her ass fucking kicked. <laughs> oh, she did? <laughs> oh, yeah. The other, the other chick was like... Cause she, she, the one lady with the who took off her purse and was all ready to rumble, mm-hmm. she started talking, you know, going up to her, and the lady starts just beating the shit out of her, just started hitting her. There's video on it. Oh, there and is. Just, yeah, and and just basically just massacres her, and she gets knocks the girl to the ground, 
and then repeatedly stomps on her face. Oh, shit. She gets her, yeah, she beat the shit out of this lady. Oh, man. Um, and then so she took off. Uh, so the video ends with the lady waking up <laughs> from the beating. <laughs> waking up? Yeah. She's, she's like, you can tell, like, she's get, she gets up and she's like, what the fuck happened? And um, uh, basically by the time law enforcement got there, uh, both women had left the store and the outlet. And I guess there was no... No really real repercussions except for an ass kicking because they left before this. <laughs> just to do anything. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> oh, but, yeah, for a PS5, though. I mean, you get your ass kicked for a PS5. And she's probably not even going to play it. It was probably for somebody else. It's probably for a boyfriend that she's trying yeah. to do or, you know, who knows. Or a kid or whatever. But even then, it's like, well, I don't know why you, I don't understand why people get the first generations anyway because they always suck. I don't know. You know, some people were desperate. I mean, I remember being young, when we were young. I remember usually trying to get the first generation, and I got screwed on a lot of times. So, like you said, I don't do that anymore. So, yeah, I think that. I think that. Yeah, that's a young person's game because. Yeah, because they're the ones that willing to stand in line and fight for stuff. Yeah, like, or I'm not like pay. <laughs> yeah, pay twice as much for it, and just ridiculous. That's stupid. Like I, I'm waiting. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait for my uh, my Corona check to come in, and I'll buy one. Aren't those supposed to be coming out already? Nah, I think they're still debating if they're gonna do a six hundred or two thousand. Oh, still battling for that. Yeah, because um, uh, they're kind of battling it out right now in the Senate. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> All right. So that's it for the. That's it for the uh, shit, shit on the internet. We'll take a break, and when we come back. We're gonna do. Uh, I can't believe it's not Google. See you guys in a little bit. Lower one, we're back. It's I Can't Believe It's Not Google, where people from the internet ask us for advice on life, love, and sex, and everything in between. So Sam and I listen to their problems and bless them with our infinite wisdom. It's not good advice. It's not bad advice. It's just our shitty advice. So this week, we have Ben from Florida, and he says, A few weeks ago, a pair of women's underwear showed up in our laundry. They were not my wife's, and she became understandably upset about it. She asked me about them, and I honestly said, I have no idea where they came. Everything seemed fine until this morning when she mentioned over breakfast that she thinks I've been cheating on her. Mm. I asked her why, and she brought up the underwear. I told her again, I had no idea where she came. I had no idea where they came from. And her response was to say that I was lying and that she thinks that I'm cheating on her because of all the overtime that I'm doing and that she Mm. thinks I'm with another woman. So when I looked into it, I found out that my friend's girlfriend had left them behind at our house by accident when she and my friend stayed overnight one one night recently. We have a cleaning lady who comes in once a month. She found the underwear in the spare bedroom and then put them in the laundry. My wife now understands that this is what happened, but refused to apologize for accusing me of cheating on her. She said that I'm <laughs> she said that I'm a <clears throat> she said that I'm overreacting by being upset over being accused of something I didn't do. Now I, pers- how do I proceed here? I've been cheated. 
I've never cheated on her before. I've never done anything to give her an impression that I've been cheating on her. And I'm very upset that she doesn't trust me enough to believe that, believe when I say I didn't do something, that I didn't do it. I do understand how she could think that something was going on when the underwear was there in the laundry room, but I cannot understand why she refused to apologize for being wrong. What should I do? That's a tough one. I mean, because you can't really let people see, you know, their error unless you, I mean, you have to show them like maybe you should do something like that, accuse her of mm -hmm. something and, and go way overboard and then finally let her prove to you that, that you were wrong and just be like, eh. All right, what's for dinner? You know, just kind of, just kind of <laughs> blow it off. And and Should if I show you, her how it's done, yeah. But if if she if she's like lets you just blow it off, no problem. Then you know that it's not a big deal to her because she yeah, might not. You can always, yeah, you she can might use not. It for backup. She, <clears throat> she what? I mean, you can always use it for backup for further. You could, yeah, for the future for future events. You know, like she starts mm -hmm. saying shit. You're like, well, you remember that fucking time when you're being an yeah, asshole when you and didn't want to accuse me of this? Yeah, because yeah. that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt, huh? Yeah, they keep bringing it up. The yeah, whole, the whole shit for fucking years, and they'll throw it up in your face. Yeah, I know. Remember when you said this or did that? Yeah, remember, yeah, remember, remember twenty years ago when you said you didn't like the color blue, and you're like, what? what? Yeah, yeah, what? When? Yeah, that was twenty years ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think, like I said, she might be one of those people because I, I've met, I've met a few women that are like totally like, I don't want to say have no empathy, but. They just didn't care, and they, like something like that, and it's and it's really weird to me, especially women, because you know a lot more times you know women are more. I mean, I'm not saying that women are more sensitive than men, but you know their feelings are shown more or more easily. Mm -hmm. And I've and some of them have been like super like just like didn't give a shit like like they didn't like show any emotion or anything like that. And I don't want to say they didn't have empathy. Maybe mm -hmm. they didn't, but maybe that's how this woman is. You know, maybe she just doesn't exactly. give a shit. Yeah, yeah I so think like I said, I think just do something and be like, hey, it's not a big deal. Like, if, if you don't consider yourself, you know, fucking me over, you know, accusing me of something and then not apologizing, I'm not going to either. It just might be I think it's, that way. I think it's just weird that she doesn't apologize for it. I know. That, does, that doesn't make any sense at all. And it, it kind of speaks to her character. That someone who, you know, you can't be proved wrong. And then just to act like someone else shouldn't feel, you know, doesn't like his his feelings don't have any merit because you know, fuck, maybe he's a guy or maybe she's, you know, yeah, like I, I was wrong, yeah, right? yeah, like I, I can't be wrong. I, I know there's some people who are like that too, where they like, no, I'm not wrong, even though when you prove me wrong, I'm not wrong. Yeah, so. and that's kind of a dick move on her part, mm -hmm. you know. And I'm pretty sure, like, if he actually brought it up and said, hey, you know, this this fucking really bothered me. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and, and just brought up those points like, hey, you know, I've been with you for this long and, you know, I've never cheated on you. And the fact that you would accuse me. Yeah, accuse me. Even the fact that she accused, like, I can understand being accused because, I mean, shit, there was underwear that wasn't hers, you know, in the, yeah, in the yeah, fucking yeah. bath. That's, yeah, that's, that's a good, you know, indicator that something might be happening. I can yeah. understand that. But the fact that she won't fucking, you know, say, hey, I'm sorry, you know, this, you know, you're a good man. You, you you know you've always done right for me, and I'm sorry that I accused you of this. Mm -hmm. I apologize. You know that would be that would be at least a decent thing to do. But the fact that she's not doing it that's that's what kind of bothers me. And I can see why he's upset about it. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand. I totally get it. It's just like I said, some people like if you can just live with that, you know, somebody like that, then fucking yeah. keep going.
See, I wouldn't be able to live with that. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to come in and say, you know, like, look, this, this is a uh, really bothering me. I think that's what you should do is just go up and say, this really bothers me. And mm-hmm. if you really actually give a shit about me, then you'll actually apologize because this, this fucking hurts me. You know, this, yeah. this, uh, this wounds me. So you should actually do something about it. And if she doesn't, then fuck, I would be like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're not gonna, you don't care about my feelings, and fuck yours. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. Like I said, some some people just don't don't give a shit, or some people can never be wrong. And it sounds like she can never be wrong, right? I mean, she's not gonna apologize. So. Yeah, I don't know. I I think he's in a tough spot. Or like you said, or he could do this: is get himself some real fucking manly underwear, some white like whitey tidies, Mm -hmm. and throw them in the laundry, and then put them in her face. It's like who's fucking underwear these? Yeah, these are my ones. <laughs> I'm yeah. a boxer man. I don't wear this fucking. <laughs> I don't yeah, wear this kind of shit. Damn it. And then get all upset at her and then see what she does. Yeah. Again, what if she? What if she doesn't care though? What if she's like, eh? <laughs> she's like, yeah, it's probably some dick I sucked. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You'll be fucked up. She's like, oh man, you did catch me, and you do really do find something. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> I know she was fucking some dude. <laughs> the whole time. That's Jerry what she left at those you. here? Yeah. Oh, shit. I got to talk to Jerry. I yeah, told him exactly. not to leave his fucking dirty underwear here. I know. After, you, after, he sucked, after I suck his cock. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, maybe Yeah, maybe it's... Uh, who knows? Maybe she's just projecting her own, you know, insecurities like she's doing <laughs> shit. Oh, man. I think, I think he's in a bad spot no matter what. Yeah, either way, I think you're kind of fucked. I would just try to... I would just talk to her. That's it. You know... Make, <clears throat> tell her how you feel How it makes you feel And if she's a decent person She doesn't person, care she man Yeah She don't if need she's to be a decent person Which I think she probably is She's probably just fucking I don't think so I feels think she's just stupid Feels em- <laughs> stupid <laughs> She's probably just embarrassed After all that shit though Yeah Yeah it's ask her Just tell her what's up And I'm sure she'll be alright Yeah it's time to wrap it up uh, Stay tuned for the after show The dark web Where we're gonna be talking about The uh, quirky New Year stories yeah, For the New, New Year's, Year's. Woo Yeah it's New Year's tonight So we got some uh, quirky weird stories Funny stories Something different. All right. We'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for everyone coming back to the dark web, sticking around, whatever you want to do. Um, got some New Year's, you know, it's New Year's night, you know, we got some shit going on. Hopefully, you know, it's not midnight yet here in the West Coast. So, you know, let's, uh, let's go over some stories that I found online that, you know, some of them I thought were kind of funny. There were, you know, some shitty stories that people had that they were willing to share. So we're going to share them with you. So I got this first one here by Vanessa. It's called Trapped in an Elevator. She says, a bunch of my friends and I went to a rooftop bar of a hotel. About a half hour before midnight, I ran down to my car because I'd forgotten my camera. I figured I'd have plenty of time to get back up there and find my friends. I grabbed my camera and got into an elevator all by myself. About halfway up, the elevator started shaking and stopped completely. I was trashed. Oh shit, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. 
A guy came on over the loudspeaker and told me that there was an electrical short and he would have me out soon. A few minutes later, I could hear people outside counting down and celebrating. <laughs> I didn't get out until almost <laughs> one in the morning. <laughs> the worst part was my friends hadn't even missed me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a fucking sad ass to your story. <laughs> that Nobody knew I was gone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and she oh can hear him all through. Oh, mine, eight, seven. You know, you're like, fuck. <laughs> oh, sit, sitting in the elevator all crying to yourself. No one fucking loves you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if she showed up and like, hey, when did you get here, Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> They're all home sleeping while she gets out. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <clears throat> I got this next one here by Jack. He says, I was I was a sober driver till 11 p.m. for some friends before showing up at a midnight party. I realized I needed to catch up and immediately began pounding Red Bull vodkas. By the time midnight rolled around, I had 14 Red Bull vodkas and several pulls oh, from God knows what fifth. Yeah. As the clock struck midnight, I grabbed the girl next to me and we had our midnight kiss, which turned into her and I fighting for the toilet as we both projectile vomited all over the bathroom. <laughs> She she wanted to make out afterward. I declined. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, she's a trooper, man. She still wants to go in and get that. Yeah, I know. She still wants to vomiting. get it after, the, after the, Both fighting for the toilet. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I can make out with somebody after if I get through it up. I mean, I, I, oh, of course. Like, I'm, I'm disgusted by the puke in my mouth. I don't want her puke. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd have to have, like, a lot of fucking Listerine. Oh, God. Brush your teeth, Listerine. Yeah, just get all that shit out of there and then we'll do it again. Yeah. Uh. Eat a pizza and then brush your teeth again, <laughs> with Listerine. <laughs> yeah, chase it down with some tapatio and then, yeah, maybe. There you go. Yeah, then we, then we can make out. <laughs> yeah. So this one, Roberta says One year after I, I had a hot dog for dinner before going out on New Year's Eve, while I was out, had only had one drink, but started to feel super sick, like throw up at sick, and went home. I ended up puking all night from food poisoning from the hot dog. So miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's a sad. <laughs> Just ate one thing. <laughs> you missed the whole night. You missed all New Year's because you, you were throwing up. I know. I hope that hot dog was worth it. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I like hot dogs, so that's that's a sad story to me. I'm sad that the hot dog was bad. I know. Hot dogs are fucking awesome. I, I I think they're great, man. I like them. In, I like them in like you know macaroni and cheese or. I'm really you know, big on corn dog. Oh yeah, those are good too. Corn dog forms. Oh man. yeah, that's yeah, that'd be a good New good. Year's New Year's uh, meal. Mm. So I got this one here by Jess C Six says when I was 22, my friends and I were in the super cheesy club in St. Louis. I excused myself just past midnight to use the restroom. Before I started my hover squat. I placed my phone on the back of the toilet. <laughs> hover squat. Yeah, I don't get why. Do, why do women do that? Hover squat. Like, why don't they just sit down? I don't get it. I don't. I don't get that either. I mean, shit. I mean, it's on your. There's ass. no germs. You're not getting any germs on the on the ass. You're, you're gonna get. I've never heard of anybody getting AIDS or herpes from a fucking. No, toilet. I mean, <laughs> I don't get that. I mean, you 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 know your butt cheeks are on the toilet. You know, I mean, unless unless the toilet's like all wet, right? But that means you would have to yeah. share with the guy who pissed on it, right? Yeah. So. I don't get it. I mean, I've I've heard of women doing that. I don't I don't understand. But anyway, so 
Afterward, when I went to grab my phone, I slipped in something wet and came crashing down, headbutting the toilet and breaking my nose. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the, the matronly bathroom attendant wouldn't let me leave until the bleeding stopped. And to make matters worse, my friends assumed I went home with someone else and left me there, stranded on, <laughs> stranded on the landing with a broken schnoz. <laughs> this girl must have been a horror where they're like yeah she, she must have hooked up with some guy let's just Man, go just, these stories just get worse and worse yeah <laughs> they're like yeah Jess is probably blowing some guy so let's go <laughs> fuck <clears throat> I got this one by KB47A2CF44A that's the handle okay so oh, yeah. I showed up to my party I showed up to a party at my friend's house late after a dinner with my parents Everyone was passed out drunk except for my boyfriend and his brother, who were in a full-on brawl with each other. <laughs> I, had, I had to attempt to break them up because no one else would wake up to help them, and I ended up getting punched in the face. I was the <laughs> only sober one there, and I ended up with a bruise the size of Texas to com- commemorate the shittiest New Year's Eve. They didn't even remember in the morning they were back to being best friends. <laughs> so, <that sucks>. <laughs> <laughs> so it even wasn't worth like breaking them up. They should, no, they should just, just let them. She just let them go at it. <clears throat> yeah, she got right. punched. That's why I was saying it's always best, I think, to just let people fucking fight it out. Oh yeah, that's one thing my dad because always said is don't let don't get in the middle of anybody's fighting. Don't get, let them yeah, fucking no, every, do it. Yeah, don't get in the middle of people's shit because let them fight it out because either they're gonna they're gonna hate each other or they're gonna love each other afterwards and you're not a part of it. Oh, you know, so, what if they pull out a weapon? You actually step in the way and they get you with it, right? So Yeah. Fuck yeah. it. It's not Just stay, it. yeah. <clears throat> always stay out of people's shit because it, it's not worth it. So this next here is by a story by Ed Pikachu Kazayanska. So he says, My family took a week-long trip to a resort in the Dominican Republic, and we met another Russian family with a daughter approximately my age. During our awkward alone time, we stumbled upon a set of British fraternal opposite-gender twins our age and hit it off with them. Over the course of vacation, the Russian girl and the British guy started having a vacation fling, leaving me and the sister to spend a lot of time together. She kept saying how I was the sweetest and funniest guy she ever met. On New Year's, on New Year's Eve, we made plans to meet up, and by 11pm, the other two found a nice place to make out and left me alone. I went searching for the sister, hoping for my, new, my first New Year's kiss. At around 12.15, I found her giving a blowjob to the bartender on a beach chair. True love. I found true love on a beach chair. Yeah, blowing another guy. Well, the bartender did. That's awesome. You should have got in there to see. Maybe she might have done like a second one, you know? Yeah, but it's like hey, you're just giving out blowjobs. I'll I'll jump in too. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess he could have done that. I mean, it sounds he, like he was. It sounds like try. he was heartbroken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. It sounds like free blowjobs at night, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I right, got this one here by Stephanie M forty eight A seven ten eight B zero. So New Year's a few years back. I suspected my boyfriend had cheated on me with his best friend's now girlfriend. She was obviously at the party, so after God knows how many vodka Red Bulls, I decided to ask her when they slept together. Mind you, my now ex-boyfriend said they dated and had sex the summer before we got together. I confronted her, and she said they had slept together in and after her birthday party in November. 
I walked around the corner and someone was shouting a vi- <clears throat> I walked around the corner and someone was shooting a video of the party. I pushed past them and socked my boyfriend right in the face. I then started bawling my eyes out and passed out in one of the bedrooms. I woke up with my with him next to me, laying in his puke. Needless Ew. to say, I was not too thrilled. And as a bit of a backstory to the night he cheated, I drove 45 minutes to his house to hang out for the night as we'd planned earlier that day. When I got to his place, he was getting ready to go out with his friends to his girl's party. And and he never bothered to tell me. Being under 21, I couldn't join them. So I drove all the way back home. And an hour and a half later, he asked me to come pick him up because he wasn't having any fun. Uh, I didn't go pick him up, and he so he got drunk and fucked a birthday girl to spite me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a pastor now, believe it or not. So, like, <laughs> he's doing the Lord's work. Yeah, Lord's that was that was all the Lord's work. That was. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't understand it. That she, she was the bad mm-hmm. one. She she, she yeah, was the sometimes. Heathen. Sometimes God uh, does mysterious things. Yeah, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, God. God, God. Yeah, he works in mysterious ways. Yeah, you go. Works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got this one by Boothus Manboo. And he says, went to, to a New York New Year's Eve concert where a guy where a guy was semi-seen and his band were playing. I'd plan on surprising him because I was I originally thought I couldn't make it. Midway through the show, he's like, I'm dedicating this next song to a special lady. She said she couldn't make it, but I just spotted her in the audience, and I couldn't be happier. My heart was a flutter. Here's to you, Anna. My name is not Anna. (laughs) (laughs) He pulls some other girl on stage and starts serenading her. I honestly thought I was going going to die there, then and there. As soon as I could escape, I ran out of the venue, crying all the way down in the Essex. Stopped in a bodega, bought a six-pack of Coors Light, and drank them on the train ride home. <laughs> <laughs> Here's to you, Anna. It's not, it's not even her. <laughs> oh, my God. These are awesome loser stories I, for I know. years. <laughs> I know. That's me fucked up. I got, I got a couple more. This is by Rave Light. A few years back, I was dating someone who was like 30 when I was like 19. He invited me to his friend's huge and awesome... New Year's Eve party in BK, I'm, I'm assuming that's Brooklyn, at a super fancy apartment complex. Just to the tease, we showed up and it was literally just four people, two couples and us. Every, everybody was in normal clothes. They played Wii Sports and ping pong and then went up to his apartment where they we drank wine and watched the New Year's Eve ball drop. It was terrible. It wasn't even the age difference. They were just so boring. Then at midnight, he didn't even kiss me. We just watched... All the other couples kiss each other. <laughs> Terribly awkward. <laughs> All my other friends were in Jackson Heights dancing and getting fucked up. I was miserable. We couldn't even have New Year's Eve sex because I was on my period. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like she jinxed the night. <clears throat> that, that, that's, that sucks. That sounds like a shitty party. I've been to a couple parties like that where it's like, oh, this is really weird and, you know... Like I don't, I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We sports and ping pong doesn't sound too bad. I would. Probably I know. Enjoy but... that party. <laughs> it, it sounds like the people were weird though. That's what she's saying. They're just that's like boring. an old person. That's like an old people party. Yeah, yeah. All right, get this last one here. This is by uh, Carnabus. It says, not sure if if this will be seen, but my new, but my best. Oh, this is a good one, I guess. But my best New Year's was in that of 1999. I was nine years old at the time, and I worked together with my dad to pull off the greatest prank in history. 
A few minutes before midnight, I synced up a wristwatch with the countdown on TV. My dad pointed me in the direction of the breaker, which was in our garage, and he showed me the lever to pull, which would cut all the power to the house. Now, I don't know if you remember the hype, but the year 2000 was supposed to destroy all of our computers and technology yeah. sending us back to the Stone Age. <laughs> yeah, I remember that shit. <clears throat> yeah, so the moment grew closer. <laughs> as I watched the seconds tick by on my wristwatch, it soon became apparent that I wouldn't need it, as I could hear all the relatives inside counting 10, 9, 8, Two, one. I pulled the lever, and at perfect timing, everything went black. The first thing I heard from my aunt was, Oh my God, it hit Y2K! Y2K! <laughs> I was only going to leave the power out for 10 seconds or so, but the lever was stuck, and I couldn't get it back up for about two minutes, <laughs> during which the whole time I heard my family freaking out. Then eventually they looked outside and started to wonder why our neighbors still had power. Ha <laughs> 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 Thinking back, I really wish we we would have recorded this. Probably could have won like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> so, so, so it just says I great I, I I pulled the greatest prank in history on New Year's Eve, nineteen ninety nine. Can you imagine that? I remember, that would have been awesome. I, you remember oh, Y two K? Everyone was scared of that. Everybody was so freaked out about Y two K. Everyone thought like the, the planes were gonna fall out of the sky and. Things were gonna explode. It was just yeah. gonna be fucking craziness. Yeah, everyone was freaking out. Yeah, because I remember like we stayed home that night because everybody really? was so scared. Yeah, because I remember we just nobody really went out because everybody, even like my neighbors, everybody around us, never nobody went out because Jeez. everybody was afraid that something was, was gonna out. happen. I wasn't worried about that. <laughs> I wasn't worried at all. I remember yeah. that I was like, nah. I was like, I knew they were gonna fix that, <clears throat> but. Yeah, yeah, I know, you, I know your neighbors stayed home. I remember your neighbors were all scared. Like, they were talking to me. Yeah. Like, hey, you should stay home. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I, know, <so laughs> I remember they all stayed home. home. Yeah, that, but that would be a good prank to pull. I remember, yeah, I remember some people were, were scared. Some people were freaking out. Just like they were, you know, worried about 2012 with the Mayan calendar. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that one, I, that one, I was like, that's not going to happen. I know, I know. That, that's how I felt yeah. about the Y2K yeah. as well. Yeah. But that would be an awesome prank, though. <laughs> That would have been pretty bad. That would have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought these were some good New Year's Eve stories. I thought some of them were pretty yeah, those good. Are, those are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed those. It's well, fitting right. for the time. So wait, do you have any, uh, do, what do you think is going to happen next year for 2021? Do you have any predictions? Oh, man. I, I'm thinking that uh, I think the Super Bowl will go on. That's That'll be in you next think, month. You think there's going to be a... Was there a Super Bowl this year? <clears throat> yeah, it was. It was in February. There was. There I was still. Still, it. nothing was happening. You know, there was nothing big here in February. So yeah, I remember because I remember one of my kids at a soccer game. I had to take him. I had to take him to the game during the Super Bowl, and it was at like an indoor sports, and it was mm-hmm. all these TVs. It was like like they had like seventy inch, ninety inch TVs all over the place, and I'm trying to avoid the game because I wanted to go in fresh when I got home. <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, so I'm recording it. And he had the game, and I was like, I can't miss his game. So I took him to the game, and all these TVs, and people are like. Some of these other people there, like, hey, you see the score? It. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> so, so, like, I had to keep my eyes on the ground the whole time. Like, I couldn't look at anything else. Like, yeah, I just had to come home and turn on the game. You know, we're like, it was already, like, almost fourth quarter when we got home. So I had to start it at the beginning. I was like, oh. And then the kids want to see the commercials, which, you know, all the people who aren't sports fans. So, anyway, yes, there was a Super Bowl. <laughs> there was a Super Bowl <laughs> this year. But, um. I don't know. I think that because I don't think that that virus or the the vaccine is going to probably 
they say it's going to take like 10 years to administer to most of the people. Did you see that? Oh, really? Yeah, it's not going to be done like anything quick. Yeah, <clears> it's going to take some time. So. Shit, they got to get a lot of it. So Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know predictions. I just, I think there's going to be like more um, at home. Like you see how like Wonder Woman stuff came out like straight to HBO Max and stuff. I think there's mm-hmm. going to be more things like that. Like, I think some more yeah, big companies think, will probably die. Yeah, Because I, I I remember seeing HBO was saying that a lot of their shit's going to go out. Just, like, straight to streaming. Yeah. Because I think Which Dune. I can understand. Yeah, yeah, Dune, I think, was supposed to come out. It was supposed to come out, like, last week or 10 days ago. And and it didn't. And they're saying that I think it's going to come out straight to HBO, like, maybe in a few months, I think. Mm. <clears throat> so, I, th- I think some of those companies, like, movie theaters, I think it's going to be a big change with those guys. Because they can't, you know, I think, or what's just, the one... So or just the way they distribute it, whether they're, they're going to be doing it a lot of like, it'll come out in theaters and on streaming yeah, at the exactly. same time. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be one big thing. Do you have any anything you think is going to happen? My predictions, uh, I think I I don't want to say it's going to get better. I think it's going to get. I I I have a feeling it's going to get a lot worse think so and my prediction is like there's gonna be like a really bad economic uh failure like right now because nobody's working there's people like companies and, and businesses that are gonna fail i think it's gonna get really scary before it gets better i think maybe this year this year's gonna be kind of scary for like a lot of unemployment a lot of uh crime mm. and just in general it's gonna be it's gonna be uh i think we're gonna get back on track, but it's, I think it's, this year is going to be a year that we're going to be doing, trying to get back on track, and it's going to get rough before it gets any better. Yeah, drastic, you know, times called with drastic measures, you know. People are going to. I don't know. It, it it might not be a bad. I mean, we I mean we've been kind of we've been soft. I mean, we as an American, we, we're kind of soft right now. Mm, you know, no one yeah. no one's really known. I mean, we've had a couple. I mean. A couple of recessions and stuff, but I mean, nothing really that can really, you know, gets people to stop caring shit about stupid things like, you know, posts and likes and shit, and actually going out and fucking working their ass off and doing shit. I think you, I think you need, I think you need some rough times to get people to, to start getting stronger. There's so many people that just that are, you know, fragile with that. You know, all this, you know, apologizing for everything and yeah. I think Fuck I think that. we need some. I think we do need some rough times to get people back on, on perspective to see, you know, stop bitching about little things and and and, and appreciate yeah. the things that we do have, mm-hmm. and actually go out there and and stop whining about little things and realize that life isn't fair. That we're gonna, it's I just know. gonna be, it just take things away the are and just fucking just keep going because that's all you can really do. And we'll see. Hopefully, things like you said. I I, I think they'll I get better. They get but worse. I think. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna get worse. I think it's gonna get. I think it's progressively better. It's just gonna be. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a long road. That's yeah. my prediction. Definitely is. All right. Well, I guess we don't have we'll shit to say happens. about. <laughs> I guess we don't really know. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I don't fucking know. All right. And nobody knows. Well, that's enough for the internet for tonight. Uh, thank y'all for joining us for another night at the bunker. Have a good day. If the world doesn't, yeah, you too. Uh, if the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everyone.